Hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. Welcome to Crispo Limbo. Woo! It's the perineum <laughs> <laughs> where nothing feels real, but everything feels overly familiar. Yeah, it's a weird time of the year. Rich has just noticed I've kind of lost it because yeah. I forgot to uh, mention the podcast in our introduction. So this is now the <laughs> the second time we've done this. <sighs> it's gonna be fine. Oh, it's all good. I'm Mate, so full. I'm loving it. I've had Christmas cake for breakfast the last three days in a row. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's really bizarre. I'm full. I've had so much cheese and yeah. meats and chocolate. Um, and just like you, Rich, we've both got kind of like. I'm not stomach issue things, and we have to be careful what we eat yeah. as in, around rich food. And uh, yep. and I tell myself every year, be sensible, Dave. Mm-hmm. And then every year, I learn to regret it, and I somehow end up in pain. Yes, yeah. I mean, to be honest, like my 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 thing that I've got, I ba- it basically doesn't make a difference what I do. <laughs> Like, right. I can have the healthiest diet possible and it'll still kick me in the ass. Like, it oh, doesn't care. But no, it is uh, it, it is definitely worse if I have loads of rich food, though. That's true. But yeah, either way, it'll kick me. Whether I, whatever oh, good. I do. And we, oh, Just like, got to yeah. wait for that little operation to make it all better. Well, that's something to look forward to in the new year. But before then, should we um, should we tell the lovely listeners what we're doing? Well, yeah, it's the monthly roundup, isn't it? It is. It's the end of December, guys. We talked about we talked about having a week off and you know what we thought no we're dedicated to this podcast we love our listeners we're not having a week off we're doing a december roundup because it would have annoyed me if it wasn't on that last friday and we're like oh let's do in the first week of january my head wouldn't be able to like (laughs) handle it and i'd be like i can't do that i can't do that got it got to do it we're doing it so here we are so welcome rich how are you i'm good mate i'm good um have uh, you enjoyed the month do you remember what we did uh, I, I mean, I have enjoyed the month. I always enjoy December because it's like lots of celebrations and stuff, isn't it? So, it and I'm is, not just yeah. talking about the chocolates. There's obviously lots of those as well. Do I remember what we did? No. <laughs> Do I ever? <laughs> because we've no. been doing another slice stuff as well. That's all kind of melded into the extra episodes. So I should probably like try and separate yeah. this in my brain. Uh, we did Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. We yes. did. Uh, Christmas Story Christmas. Yes. Two for two. Now, I want to say Muppet Christmas Carol, but I'm pretty sure that was uh, that was on Extra Slice, right? On a, That uh, was on another, another slice, slice. yeah. Not... Extra Slice, that's bad. We're going to give the Great British <laughs> Bake Off more publicity than it needs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else did we do, Dave? Oh, Two Towers. The Two Towers. Two Towers, Is yeah. That Is that all, that's all No, one more. It's one more. Big old release last week. Oh, of course. Of course, the, the Blue Fellas. Avatar. The blue fellas. Avatar, The Way of Water. How could I forget that? Three. How could you not? I mean, uh, to be honest, it's really fucking forgettable. So, <laughs> I was talking to my sister about it yesterday. and Has she, she was, seen it? No, she hasn't. She, asked, she said, oh, we're going to go and see it. And don't spoil it for me. I was like, I can't spoil it for you. It's exactly the fucking same as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it already. <laughs> If you've seen the first one, you've seen that one. But exactly. please go and listen to that episode if you haven't seen it. Um, we have had some people tell us some things, if I can find them. Oh, nice. I always like it when people tell us some things. <laughs> yes. Well, it was a bit of a mixed bag, really. Sam Clements from 90 Minutes or Less podcast. Mm. He d- I, he just wrote five stars, no notes. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
about our podcast about Avatar or about Avatar? <laughs> no, about the film. Uh, oh, okay. film. Oh, right. Um, which is very different from what, what we said. Sorry, Sam. I don't agree. Oh, no, it's far from a five-star film. And Looks beautiful. Notes. Looks beautiful. And if it was an hour and a half less of boring nonsense, then I'd probably rate it a lot higher. But the truth yeah. is, it's overblown and it's got very little story. Or well, who has Phil Hobbs got in contact to tell me they he has no he, well he's got in contact to me he hasn't seen it he has no real hurt to see it seen the first one on opening weekend it was a good watch and all but didn't necessarily think I wanted to see more so he hasn't even gone to see the second one that's fair <laughs> that's <laughs> fair fair <laughs> keep, keep keep going with that mate uh, Paddy Armstrong I introduced my girls to the original Avatar a few years ago and they thought it's the best film they've seen they weren't disappointed with two it's consistent with the original and good entertainment don't look yeah. too hard at the plot and enjoy not <laughs> flawless but worth 3D IMAX it is definitely consistent with the original as in it's pretty much the same so yeah <laughs> Alex got in contact again. Tell me not he hasn't seen it, but he's going to wait until the new year. And he wasn't interested. Wasn't interested in the first, but the hype got to me. Got to him, not to me. It obviously got to me. Uh, the advanced technical of this movie makes me curious to see it, and that is the only reason to see it. To yeah, honest, yeah. Alex. The technical technical stuff is great. It's really good. It's a beautiful looking movie. But just don't expect anything of any interest story-wise. Uh, our friend Esteban, Esteban got in contact as well. Uh, he says, hi chaps, I'm not a fan of 3D movies as they never work all the way through. You get Agreed. bits that work, but never enough for the premium charged. I don't know about this one. I think you got your money's worth. Uh, at the start, the 3D meant that the bits of screen were blurry, including the subtitles of the Navi speech. Did you notice that? No, I didn't, I didn't get No, it wasn't blurry for me. Maybe you need to see it 3D IMAX, potentially. Well, maybe. Maybe that's the difference. Uh, once they found themselves in water, the 3D came into its own, but even though they're not enough to make the truly experience, truly worth 3D experience, I, again, I disagree with that. I think that's he's right about most movies. I think this one is... I think Avatar is probably the exception to the rule in that I really saw the value of the 3D in this. Yeah. Um, but so, for example, if you're talking about like Wakanda Forever that I watched in 3D, after the first couple of minutes, I didn't even notice any 3D. Essentially, some films are just pointless in 3D. Yeah, absolutely. But Avatar definitely, definitely worth yeah. it. Um, he makes a point here. I don't mind the runtime, but I'm surprised to see parents with under fives in the screening. Mate, that's not good. <laughs> they are brave parents <laughs> taking under fives to like talking about how knowing how a scene is going to play out. Of course, they didn't last the distance. No, of course, of course they not. Didn't. Who's ah? Oh, no kid should be put through a three and a quarter hour movie, however long it is. Like four hours with trailers. We discovered <laughs> it's too long. It's too but, long. Um, uh, yes. Uh, something from Alex Powell. Rich often says that, he, he, that if a child gets hurt killed during the opening of a movie, it won't be a good movie. I dislike it when a sequel goes out of its way to change the growth of the pre previous movie. My recent example is Zombie Zombieland 2. Opens 10 years later and nobody has grown further and break up the lead characters as the movie opens. Even though you know they're going to get back together and doesn't move the plot at all. Mm. Just need li leave Little Rock to, li to, to Just need to leave Little Rock to leave the group. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I get it. What What are the most disliked tropes of or sins of a sequel? I mean, for me, the the uh, the sins of a sequel are, like you say, a big time gap and no growth yeah. uh, for characters because it's just not realistic, um, and just recreating what you've done before without any kind of 
you know, without any any kind of originality, like churning out the same old thing you've always done is not. It's always the red flag for me. Yeah, I really hate it when they spend a long time getting something, and then straight away they lose that something. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like when right. in Men in Black Two, when they go and get the, the all the guns from the worms apartment yeah and they they make a big deal of like getting all the guns and and then they instantly walk into the doors of the mib building and they all get blown away and they've got no guns yeah uh that really points me up i mean i think that's a useful device for comedy but it's got to be done really properly you know it can't be just a hatchet job yeah so there you go oh he also asked just listened to the Sam Clements episode and you mentioned your school day haunt Odeon. I also had an Odeon in Worthing, which ha- which also now ceased to be. You also mentioned the chairs being close to the screen, which reminded me of me when I went to there to watch the original Tron on my own age 14. Oh, that must have been trippy. Really excited with my face nearly touching the actors. I then went home and threw up. Have you ever had an unexpected reaction to a movie? I like this oh. one. That is interesting. I can understand why Tron would make you throw up if you're right next to the screen. Yeah, especially back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I've got one. I okay. Cloverfield. Do you remember the original Cloverfield when it was all yes. uh, running around like it's a news report? I had mm. to leave after half an hour because uh, it gave me motion sickness and then oh. give myself a little bit of a talking to because uh, <laughs> it was just making me feel really sick. Yeah, yeah. I got through it, but it was like I was on a boat. That's, uh, yeah, how made, imagine, that's how yeah. it made me feel. 127 hours. You know, the. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So watching that for the first time, and there's kind of. It's like. It was more like the sound effect when he's kind of cutting, <laughs> cutting through yeah. the nerves. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know what happened then, but you broke up and I smacked my microphone by accident. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we might want to cut that bit out. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, 127 hours where he's kind of cutting through the nerves. There's a sound effect, and that sound effect genuinely made me feel like I was going to throw up. Like I don't, I have no idea where I had to kind of like pause the movie because I was I wasn't watching in cinema. I was watching at home with my flatmate who was laughing at me, and I go like, I'm just. I've got to take a break for a minute. <laughs> I'll come back to it. It's just yeah, too much. It wasn't good. <laughs> that is that is a. It's quite a good film. 127 hours and the bit mm. when he decides to cut his arm off. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you've not seen it, I I wouldn't recommend watching it. It's a great film, but it'll make you want to throw up. <laughs> the whole thing's built around the feel that though. Even though the yeah. marketing was also like built around that moment, and the trailers yeah. are kind of built. It's around a true that story moment. as well. So I think this, you know, the story's out there, isn't it? But yeah. exactly, he cut his own arm off and survives. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It was James Franco. So. Um, well, yeah. If anyone yeah, yeah. deserves it, then you know. <laughs> But I believe that's all from our correspondence. Lovely. If we missed anyone, we're really sorry. Give us a shout and we'll make sure we mention you next time. I'm trying to get better at sorting out because we have some come through from email, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. And I just, sometimes on Twitter, things get lost, uh, to be honest. And um, I apologise. But they're the ones that I remembered. Uh, I don't think we had anything on the... Oh, someone, someone did say about the two towers. Hang on. At Jurassic Site B, said us that uh, the Two Towers, one of the best films of all time, The Battle of Helm's Deep, is just brilliant, and I agreed with him. Correct. Someone, someone <laughs> disagreed with me somewhere and said it was overrated, and I, what? I remember being, I remember being angry at them, but I don't know where that is. <laughs> I, I, 
I understand that Lord of the Rings as a whole is not everybody's cup of tea. I get yeah. that, and I can get why I, I, I do understand that, but it's not overrated. Someone said it doesn't hold up on an, uh, our lovely man, Mike, who uh, gives us a nice push every week. Yeah. He said he, he rewatched it as well, and then someone under his conversation said it doesn't hold up. Uh, I'm not going to give that person any light of day. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. Oh, shut up, watch. <laughs> um, okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> You've touched a nerve, whoever you are. <laughs> I think that you can say a lot of things about Lord of the Rings. You can say about it's, uh, sorry, Two Towers, and you can say it's long. Um, it definitely holds up. And not holding up is, is definitely not in there. I mean, yes the cgi does age but this is now 20 years old and it still looks better than a lot of films that come out nowadays i'm looking at you marvel mainly thank you for everyone who sends things in keep them coming uh rich will give out everything you have to send them later on in the episode oh, i yes. don't want to take i don't want to take his jobs away from him um but we should swiftly move on to the news section so rich news section do you want... Oh, my God, I've got so many things open. One, two, three, four, and I'm going to round up a big number five, so maybe we'll keep that until last. Okay. Uh, number two? Should we start with two? Number two. Oh, okay, this is... I don't know if you've seen the original film. Reese Witherspoon starring an election sequel, Tracy Flick will return. Oh. Do you remember watching Ele- Election? Yeah, I've seen it. I like Election. That's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good one. I haven't seen it in a while, but I can't actually remember the end of the film and thinking, oh, I can't wait to see more of that or that character. I mean, she was brilliant. In it. I mean, Matthew Broderick was in it as well. Matthew Broderick's like the teacher, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a great film. Um, but yeah, she's coming back. A sequel mm. is now in its way and called Tracy Flick Can't Win. With Payne and co-writer return. Well, yeah, they're all returning. Okay. It's They will adapt the election. So it's a novel. Did you know that? I didn't know it was a, a novel, no. No, uh, it is the adaption of the election, uh, election novelist Tom Parotti's follow-up book, which arrived this past June. Oh, oh man, I, this is amazing. The story will pick up Tracy in adulthood as she continues to struggle to fight her way to the top at work. Now in her 40s, she's an assistant principal at a public high school in suburban New Jersey who is gunning for her boss's job as he plans to retire. Interesting. I mean, it sounds quite good when that plot. You're like, yeah. uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Oh yeah, this is this is gonna be good. So basically, the, the the plot of election is she's like the perfect high school girl, right? And she's running mm. to be class president, and Matthew Broderick's the teacher, and basically like tries to cheat the ele- or cheats the election to knock her down a peg or two, right? Is That's- it? Is it? It's Chris Klein. Chris isn't it? Klein, yeah, is the guy she's running against. I, yeah, I wanted who's... to say Josh Hartnett for a minute, but no, um... it's Chris Klein. I can see we we get the two; they do look quite similar. <laughs> but it's Chris Klein playing Chris Klein, essentially, like the same yeah. role that he has in every movie—the kind of nice but slightly bumbly jock. Yeah. <laughs> I remember quite liking Election, and I always get that and Rushmore muddled up for some reason sometimes. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, just because I it's, see that. it's about a student and a teacher. Uh, yeah. and not kind of liking each other kind of thing okay well that's exciting um i like reese witherspoon i think she's on a, on puts out some good good films and Agreed, definitely yeah. this is one of her stronger more memorable roles along with the legally blonde woman and i believe there's a sequel of that coming 
even oh, right. though okay. I'd rather tear my eyes out than watch that <laughs> again. <laughs> so you've done two. So one, three, four. Uh, one, please. Okay. Uh, we finally got a teaser to Scream 6. Have you watched this? No. <laughs> I just I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> I'm not going to either. <laughs> now, famously, Scream 6 hasn't got Nev Campbell in it. Or, or Neve, however you want to say it. Hence uh, pointless. <laughs> and Rich Rich is a big fan of her. I and am, it, yeah. It is a big, pointless <laughs> film without her, I think. And this, this one's finally moved out of Woodsboro, Woodsboro, and it's going to be set in yeah. yeah, it's going to be set in New York. And the teaser is a clip on a a crowded train again on Halloween, I believe, and lots of people are dressed up as a uh, as the character from Stab, and the you know lights keep mm. coming on and off, and they keep getting closer to our returning heroes from the last uh, movie, but without the original members. So first screen film okay. without the original members. Uh, so last one was kind of like a passing of the torch and like a, a Force Awakens kind of thing then. Uh, we're going to have to review this. Oh, Courtney Cox is back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. So Courtney Cox is back as what Girl Weathers. <laughs> Hayden Panteria is bringing back Kirby Reed from Scream 4. And right. then you've got a load of people from the last one. How does that make you feel now? Come on. And I don't it's care. coming out this year. It's coming out in 2003. So this is 23. It's coming out right? in 2003. Shut Excellent. Up. I've missed it by 10 years. <laughs> 20 years even. <laughs> 20 years. Uh, so it's only had a year from filming to release. It's going to be shit, Dave. It's, it's going to be awful. And I don't want to watch it. But you're going to make me because it's funny. It, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm looking forward to your response. <laughs> it, might be really, it might be really good. I mean, I've watched the trailer. Do you know what? It might be really good, and I will eat. If it's really good, I will eat my words. But my feeling is it's going to be shit. There's a, there's a new poster as well. Do you know what the tagline is? Oh, it's not really scream. <laughs> no, it's New York, new rules. Come on, that's quite good, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's rubbish. It's just, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not. It one. It's not in Woodsboro. Two. It's not. It's not got Sydney in it. It's not a screen movie, basically, anymore, is it? It's just, you know. Well, you've got to carry on the franchise at some point without the original members. I understand that. I understand that. And that's that's sort of okay. But the reason I'm so I'm more upset about it is because Sydney was is alive in the last one. She is, you know, Nev Campbell is available. She said she wanted to be part of this. And the reason she isn't is because they, they wouldn't give her the money that she deserves, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie can get in the bin as far as, as I'm that, concerned. I kind of agree. I actually agree with everything you just said. Uh, <laughs> the girl is the work. Yeah, she's due her, yeah. her payday. Yeah, at, definitely. At this point, she is. She is screamed like Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is Halloween. You can't imagine one without the other. Kind and of I'm thing. fine with moving on, new characters and new stories and stuff. But don't don't wreck. There's got to be a done. passing of the torch moment. It actually makes me angrier that Courtney Cox is in it because that's not moving on with new characters, is it? Mm. You're right. Still harking back. Oh, God. So, yeah, not looking forward to it, Dave. I've closed the window now, but Guess I imagine I'm looking it's going to be around to Halloween. It. Yeah, yeah, it'll be around Halloween. Yeah. If they got any marketing sense. <laughs> looking forward to talking about it on the podcast when that happens. <laughs> what numbers have I got left? Uh, definitely four, four and three. Three, four and three? Yeah, let's go with four. Four. Uh, this is a nice, quick, easy one. The Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel has a new director so it's no longer going to be jason 
uh, Reitman. He is Ratman. Reitman. 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 I was so close. Uh, <laughs> he is now passing it over to okay. who the co-writer of the first film, that is Gil Keenan. There was rumours that this might... Yeah, this is still currently slated for release in 2023. Okay. Um, but Interesting. Does it worry you that you haven't got... A little bit. A little bit. But we'll see. I mean, talking of how to hand over to... How to hand over to a new cast, essentially... Mm. I think that, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife is a good example of how to hand over to a new cast. Yeah, because you know? all that cast are, are, are going to come back now. You've got Carrie Coon, McKenna Grace, Finn Wolfhard, <laughs> and Paul Rudd. They're all coming back. I'm still not quite sure if all the original Ghostbusters are going to be back now. I, I think, don't think it matters if uh, they do. Ernie Hudson will, because he's the one who put all the money in. Do you remember the end of the last one? Yeah, the tower, yeah. The townhouse back or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I don't think it totally matters if they do or they don't come back because they built those characters in the first one really strongly. They didn't do that in Scream. You know, they relied a lot of the heavy lifting in Scream in Scream 5 is done by the original cast and the new characters are just periphery characters, essentially. Mm, there was a nice um, passing off the torch moment. Yeah, apart from basically the killers. Um, and they're not in it anymore, surprisingly. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's, that's the difference, isn't it, really? Is that they've not had the, yeah, not had the passing of the torch bit. Um, so, yeah, let's have a look. Let's see. I'm if, excited. I'm really excited for the first one. Was good, so, yeah. 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 Um, I don't. I don't know if I will cry as much in this one because I it, no. the gap is not going to be as as big. What a year no. and a bit, and it's not going to be. A, I don't think it's going to be so much for legacy sequel. This one is it. It's going no. to be a sequel to Afterlife, not a sequel to Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's not going to rely so much on the the, the, the you know those mm. characters from Ghostbusters one, as in the the, the creatures as well. Unless they bring yeah. Slimer back, all for that. Never know. Um, okay, uh, number four. Do you want to know what that, that is? Should be number three. That one's number four. Oh, <laughs> number three. Go on then. I should have made this one number four because the the title is Jackie Chan says Rush Hour Four is still in the works. No. <laughs> Rush Hour Three stank. <laughs> stank bad. <laughs> There's a lot going against Rush Hour Four. One, Jackie Chan, as amazing he is, I feel like he's due retirement yeah isn't he knocking on 70 now he, he can't do the stunts anymore like surely not love jackie chan love all these old films a lot of them um but i now feel like mate take it easy we don't want you to get hurt kind of thing yeah uh, i don't know how funny it will be with chris tucker i don't think they can have brett retner back because again he's a naughty boy yeah it's he's a little bit in the uh, the doghouse at the moment. Mm. And do you want a Rush Hour four? I mean, I like Rush Ooh. Hour one and two. One and two are good. I mean, I guess they could pretend three never happened, and this is the third of the trilogy, and we just put three in the bin and never mention it again. Three's when they go to Paris, right? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I do remember it not having the feel or flavor of a of a Rush Hour. It felt like it was kind of like a a Diet Coke version. Yeah. Um, I remember there's someone, a woman who has a map on her head. <laughs> is that? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But I, I do remember I, it being All bad. I can remember is watching it. Quite like, like I said, liking the first two and thinking this is a good, you know, this is a good franchise in the making. And then watching the third one and being like, nope, no, I was no. wrong. This is do rubbish. Do you think the first two hold up as well? Because, you know, it's kind of a different I time. And some of the. Watched them for a long time. The so language. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's probably a lot that doesn't hold up, but 
Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I need to watch them Jackie back Chan and find out. Kicking really. people is always fun. I, Jackie Chan's style of kind of, you know, drunken master fighting, like, mm. you know, like looking like he's about, you know, he's doing everything wrong, but actually kicking everyone's ass. I kind of love that. And you it's know. the only film where Chris Tucker hasn't been an annoying twat. Yeah, I like, don't think I remember seeing Chris Tucker in many other what, things. Friday. Oh, yeah, Sorry. Friday. Of course, Friday, I love Friday. <laughs> Fifth Element's another one. Fifth uh, Element, yeah, that's true. Silver Silver Playbook, whatever it's called. With Silver Linings Silver. Playbook. And Q, he's in that. He's Bradley Cooper's best friend. Oh, he is, isn't he? Uh, that, see, that, this is why I'm rubbish at this stuff. Because I was like, I don't think I've seen Chris Tucker in anything else, apart from all the things he's been in, <laughs> it would seem. Well, Fifth <laughs> Element, he, that character works, but... Mm. Yeah, but that's just yeah. He does love to shout. That's yeah, why I love to was shout. saying yeah. in his films. He's he's also in Jackie Brown, isn't he? A little bit. Is he? If I imagine that, I, d- I don't know because I watched Jackie Brown at the cinema and I haven't seen it since. Not because I didn't really? like it, but just because I just haven't watched it again. It does seem. So, to, I know we're going off, sure. but that it does seem the one Tarantino people don't return to. I mean, a lot of people go back to Pulp Fiction and Reservoir I, Dogs. I haven't either for either of them, to be honest. What? They're I know, I know. I, I will do that. I, will, I have a Tarantino rewatch. You know, I've seen all of them, but I don't, I've, I've never gone back to a Tarantino movie. The okay. only, tar- in fact, it doesn't even really count because Tarantino's in it rather than like directing it. But the only Tarantino movie I've gone back to um, is Dust Till Dawn because I really like that movie, and he's in it and dies in about five minutes. <laughs> I love the switcheroo, essentially. There's no better film that does that than Dust Till Dawn. It goes from one genre to the other. A lot of tried, but that that switch is just so good in that film. Yeah. Um, Right, so now we get to the big number five. Now, hopefully, I don't know how much you've you've kept uh, your eye on the ball. Not at all. (laughs) But the whole, and we talked about it quite often, and last month we talked about um, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, yeah, uh, returning as Superman. <laughs> oh, I have seen this actually. He is no longer returning as Superman. I I think that's really sad. <laughs> I I think there's a bit of so basically uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran Safran Safran. Sorry, mm. Peter, if I get your name wrong, please don't uh, bar me from all your screenings. Uh, have taken over the DC universe, and yeah. in the last month they've announced a lot of things that are happening and not happening now one of them is not happening is henry cavill coming as batman uh, superman another mm. thing happening is wonder woman 3 is not happening anymore with patty jenkins no news of what they do with girl is Godot. it not happening with patty jenkins or not happening full stop because if it's not happening with patty jenkins that's a fucking stupid move if it's not happening full stop i think it's fine patty jenkins is definitely not happening uh, mm. I think they're wiping the whole of that that slate of Superman, uh, Wonder Woman. I uh, think that's fair, and and it's it's. I find it funny because we are getting a an Aquaman three and a Flash movie, and I think that's going to be the end of all that. Yeah, I th- yeah, uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm not being. I'm not going to lie. I think it all deserves to die. We're getting a Shazam, a second Shazam movie, aren't we? Yes. So he's come out. Um, Zachary Levy. Thank you. Zachary, Zachary Levy, Levy yeah. yeah. And he says he doesn't know what's going on. I think they're going to wait and see how Sam 2 does. I think that will go the same as Aquaman and Flash, maybe. Flash is obviously mm. a whole different talking point. And we can talk about this God later. Knows what's go- yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Flash, what's yeah. What's going to happen with that? Yeah. 
Black Adam. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. We can talk about Black Adam maybe later because I've watched it now. Well, have you seen what happened the other day with him? N- no. No, I haven't. The Rock and James Gunn have had a conversation. Right. And Black Adam isn't moving forward in the first chapter of the the new DC Universe. It doesn't even say that they're going to work down the road. But I think I thought The Rock was trying to make a play, really. Before this all came mm. out, the new power, he wanted to get his hands on the whole of that. That's why they pulled in the Superman cameo. Yeah. And he was... he was And he's so vocal. And I, I like... How do you feel about The Rock at the moment? Um, I used to really like The Rock. I used to think he was a bit of a breath of fresh air. And now it feels yeah. a little bit like he's kind of turned into this self-promotion machine. Um, yeah. And maybe he always was that, uh, and I just didn't see it. But it certainly feels like... Uh, certainly I notice it now. Yeah. You know? He brings out the same lines for every film uh, that, mm. that he's releasing. Like the the Red Notice, it had the same talk about like Black Adam did. Now he's filming this new Christmas film called Red One, and you can just see the the talking of it. He's like, "Oh, we're changing the way," and bloody blah, blah, and yeah, yeah. and then drink my tequila and my my energy drink kind of thing. Mm. Um, I think he played it wrong with Black Adam. I mean, he he did wait a long time to play that role, and I think I well we'll get to it later, mm. but. I, I, when it happened and and then James Gunn took over I was like this is not going to go well no. because once you start saying Henry's not coming back as Superman then instantly you're like well what's they just promised us like there's the end of this <laughs> <Yeah>. teaser <laughs> is this another universe now is this what's going to happen and yeah. it looks like no it's just uh, James That's Gunn's right, right, he's writing a new Superman film which sounds like it's going to be a little bit of an origin story it's definitely going to concentrate on his younger life just been it all i i get i i can i can sort of un- completely understand the, the the idea behind just binning it all off and starting again because that's sort of what it needs it I does think. doesn't it yeah and hopefully it rises again like a phoenix yeah yeah and and not like a turd that won't flush hopefully <laughs> and hopefully the fans give a chance because you know how the the Snyder Bros. Um, oh, fuck are still the Snyder there. Bros. Go on. <laughs> if if you're listening, Snyder Bros, piss off. <laughs> no one cares. Just, come on, <laughs> let's see what happens. You can't. We can't cut. Yeah, it's, it's there's so much bad water under the whatever the bridge now, whatever the the slogan is. Yeah, 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 it's now just better to move on. And I mean, it is a shame because I like Henry's. As Superman, I was I excited. Do. I was excited when he turned up as a, as a cameo, and I thought I'd like to see that film when The Rock and him go head to head. But now we're just going to add that to the list of films that we were promised, and never, it's never going to happen. Gonna so happen. Mm. Uh, one day, hopefully, we can talk about it if someone picks their dream sequel as Black Adam Two. Yeah, I mean, who yeah. would? Right? No one. No one. We'll talk. I'd like to say we'll talk about that when we talk about movies we've watched because, yeah. But it is a shame about the whole it. Patty Jenkins thing because we've, we, I think we've, we talked about it ages ago. Do you remember when we had Fiona on in yeah. series one and she picked number two as her worst ever sequel? Mm. And it is a bad sequel, guys. There's yeah. no, there's no getting around it. <laughs> so your watch going off again. <laughs> no, it is a bad sequel, but and we talked about if she would be allowed to carry on. But she should be allowed to carry on. And how men 
yeah. do get the chance to carry on, and then and women don't. Women and it's, don't. It's really frustrating. We called it though. We called yeah. it like a year and a bit ago. Mm. Still sad quite, though, isn't it? Quite sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. I just realised we didn't do our jingle. You know, that's that's quite sad for sequel yeah. news. Sequel news. Sequel news. But that's all the news for the December news. Basically, it was a lot of it was uh, Warner Brothers. Every day, something was new. Mm. Um, they've got like some other films coming. There's a Blue Beetle film. Do you know anything about this character? No, is that like the Tick? Or like, I don't. The tick's I don't like a, no, um, but I think okay. he's in the realm of. I've seen a I've seen a Charles cartoon on TV one day, and there was a character called the Blue Beetle with oh, okay. Batman. Oh right, okay. Um, I don't know I a lot of DC. I know there's loads of DC fans out there. Um, I'm not one of them, really. I was definitely more of a Marvel than a DC fan. When I, I, was I always a kid. liked Batman, but I liked the games. I, I never went yeah deep, deep. No, I never even went into the games really. I liked Tim Burton's Batman, so I sort of got into Batman when around sort of Tim Burton time. But as a kid, it was, I was more Spider Man. I liked Batman forever. Mm, well, anyway, should we someone move had on? to. <laughs> yeah what should we move on to uh movie club movie club so yeah sequels sequels yeah. first yeah let's do um, sequels first i have actually watched two sequels are they christmas ones no uh, okay I, i'm not including christmas ones i'm gonna do christmas ones separately oh okay because i've oh. got my 12 movies of christmas i just wanted to run through okay let's, let's um, do your ones then first but yeah uh so i watched Finally, because it was free and I didn't have to pay anything for it, so she's not getting any money out of me. The Secrets of Dumbledore. You've finally seen it. Finally seen it. It's rubbish, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It stinks. It's really boring. (laughs) It's better than the second one, though, in my eyes. Is it? I don't think it's better than the second one, no. I I think the second one's better. The second one held my attention longer, I think, than the third one. No, I quite enjoyed Mads Mikkelsen as this. I, I enjoy Mad, Mads Mikkelsen, but I think this is the only movie I've seen him in where I didn't think he was that great. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, well, good news, they're not going to move on, move on with any more. That's shame. it now. That, what a it shame. Feels, it, it, but the end of that film still feels like it hasn't ended. It felt so badly written. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not got an ending, has it? No, nope. no. It's it it's really that I think those the, the whole three Fantastic Beasts. It's just a waste of time. Feel really badly written, which is a shame because I think the character of Newt is an interesting character. It's an int- it's a character who to me appears to be neurologically diverse. You know, I think, and that's an interesting. You know, he's not the same as everyone else, is he? He's different. Nope. Yeah. And he certainly sets himself apart in terms of other wizards and also, you know, and other like non-wizards. And I think he's an interesting character, but just don't do anything with him. Like he's just like he's just there. Yeah. That's the thing. He's just there. How did you think <laughs> like, they dealt with the Ka- Catherine Watson? Watson. She's best. Ka- that's it's just weird, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah. That's very strange. At least in this one, they did try and make one of the Fantastic Beasts central to the plot. Which was a deer thing. Yeah. But then there's other characters that are absolutely pointless as well. The guy who is meant to go undercover, what's his name? Oh, yeah. I don't know what his name is. Lestrange. But yeah, yeah, he's pointless. Pointless. Yeah. I still like Dan Fogel. He's that character. I think everyone likes Dan Fogel. Yeah, I like Dan Fogel. I think every time he takes a shot and goes, (laughs) I like him. He finally gave him a wand. It was great fun. Yeah, it was. But yeah, man, that whole... 
And he's franchise. sat talking to the kids at Hogwarts and he's like showing them his wand and they're like, oh, can we have a go? And he's like, no. Nope. It's how they keep putting them back at Hogwarts because that's what people want to see. Yeah, it is like... good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just not good. It's just not a good film. It's uh, The writing is really poor, I would say. I've watched it two, three times now because I watched you? it once when it was in the cinema and then I watched it again on, on a plane when yeah. I went to Canada in the summer uh, and it hasn't. And then I saw it popped up the other day and I asked my wife, mm. who's a massive Harry Potter fan, I was like, do you want to fancy watching it again? And she was like, no way, no. No, my wife doesn't. My wife's a big Harry Potter fan and she doesn't want to watch it. She says they're not magical enough. And I think she's probably right. She's probably right. It's not interesting magic anyway. If that makes, no. If that makes sense. Some of the choices they make in, in that last film is just I think my son. Bizarre. I think my son will like them. The first one, I would say. First maybe. one is now starting because... to look compared to the other two, a proper decent film. <laughs> yeah, because he's very much about, he likes the creatures. Um, so much so that he, he said to me the other day, he got a, a um, we got him a Lego Harry Potter set that he really, really wanted, which is like the Chamber of Secrets, which is his favourite film. It's got the basilisk in it. Yeah, yeah. And he, we were building it and he went, Daddy, how is Harry Potter the good guy when he made the basilisk go extinct? And I was like... <laughs> You have a good point, son. <laughs> he blinded it as well first. He didn't even... Yeah, yeah. Blinded it and then murdered it. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah, the, the first one, Fans Happy, is good. Plus Colin Farrell's in it and he should have been the bad guy throughout all of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think. He's much better than Johnny Depp. Mm. Would, again, I'm going to talk about Colin Farrell in a little, little bit. Okay. And what's um, next? Anything else? Glass Onion. It's the other sequel I've watched. Well, Yes. And, uh, but we're not going to talk about that. If you want to hear us talk about Glass Onion, you're going to have to go to anotherslice.com forward slash unequal sequel and hit that subscribe button because we'll have a nice review of Glass Onion on there. In the next so, week, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, in the next week or so. Yeah. Because Dave needs to watch it. I do need to watch it. I'm really recording. desperate to watch it. He hasn't watched it yet. Ooh. I watched it the day it came out on my birthday. I really want to. I'm desperate. I've, uh, yeah. I tell you what, I really enjoyed it. There you go. That's all you're getting. Yeah, no. People have said very positive things, and I really like Knives Out, so I really want to see it. Yeah, I need to watch Knives Out again because the first time I watched it, I wasn't that over the moon with it. But I loved it. I, loved I need it. to watch it again because I think I might. Well, I've just been having. I think a bad Daniel day. Craig in that role is just superb. Yeah, I can watch him. I can watch him just right. read the dictionary. He that. appears to be enjoying that role. Yes, yeah. I would say. I can imagine. With what about you, Dave? Any sequels? The only sequel of worthy merit I can talk about is I got the in-laws to watch Top Gun 2 again nice uh, and it still holds up and they couldn't sleep afterwards because they were so rather, right excited by it <laughs> too, too much too juiced up because of it <laughs> um, yeah excellent and they're fans of the first one and I was like well we're going to have to watch the second one now mm. uh, and they loved it and that's the only sequel apart from I watched Home Alone 2 and Home Alone. Yeah. I'm, I'm here, just my yearly reminder that Home Alone 2 is and always will be better than Home Alone 1. <laughs> You're on your own on that one, mate. No, there's, <laughs> there's a few of us out there. I was watching, I think, this is just so much better. And I love the first one. Like, first one's a very good film, but I think just Home Alone is a bigger and better sequel. Okay. <laughs> um, any other films you watch now? Uh, Film well, Club. I've got my, I've got my uh, 12 movies of Christmas. Oh, yeah, let's Christmas do this. Thing. So every year I watch 12 Christmas movies in the 12 days running up to Christmas. I started a bit early this year and sort of spread them out a bit more. But Kicked Off with Elf was by accident 
because I happened to be at my dad's house and they put Elf on. And so I was like, right, <laughs> this is kicking off the 12 movies. And then Christmas Chronicles. Oh, Christmas Chronicles I watched. Uh, the yep. first one, not the sequel. The sequel's not very good. The first one's really good. first um, one is really good. Muppet Christmas Carol. We've already talked about that on another slice. Another slice. That is another yeah. slice. <laughs> uh, I watched a new one called Your Christmas or Mine with Asa <sighs> Butterfield in it. I watched it, Rich. I liked it. I loved it. I really liked it. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Uh, I loved everyone. In, I thought that was just a really sweet, funny, well put together Christmas movie. Yeah, agreed. And, and the kids, the, the new, the girls, really good. Asa Butterfield and Daniel Mays is really good. Mars, whatever his name is. Yeah, Daniel Mays. Yeah, he's yeah, always good. I've, I was really, I was really pleasant. Uh, yeah, it's pleasant, isn't it? It is um, a nice Christmas movie. It, when you read the the bio, it does sound like it's going to be a bit hallmarky. Yeah. Um, but no, they spent Actually, a little yeah. bit of money on it. It, it's not. It, yeah, it's cute. I really enjoyed it. And lots of shots of Marlebone Station, yeah. which is the station in London that I used to go through to get home. So it really? sort of made me feel quite a, a bit Christmassy because obviously when I was living in London, Marlebone would be the station I'd go to to go home uh, right. for Christmas. So yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's it. It doesn't go through either of the places they go to, by the way. <laughs> 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 oh, I can see that. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Probably the best Christmas movie of all time. Is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's wonderful. Sure. It's wonderful. It's in okay. the title. It's in the title. Sure. <laughs> uh, your your uh, two favourite uh, Christmas movies: uh, the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus Two. Oh, you went you went for both of them. I went for uh, both. Yeah, I watched the start of them. the Santa Claus, and then I walked out the room. <laughs> I found something better to do with my time. Watch Time Alone with my son, which he giggles at and jumps up and down That's excitedly every time. It's brilliant. Um, I watched Deck the Halls. Have you seen Deck the Halls? Yes, my yeah, that is also, I did. That was an on in a room I was in at one point this Christmas as well. It's not one of my. I don't know if it's my favourite, but I like Danny DeVito in it. Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> um, and I watched obviously watched Christmas Vacation. If you listen to our Christmas ex- episode, you know we've watched that. But I watched it before we decided what we was doing for our Christmas uh, episode. <laughs> my wife hadn't seen Christmas Vacation, so I got, got her to watch it. Um, I watched Spirited, uh, yes. which again, you need to go if you want to hear about Spirited. You have to go onto another slice dot com unequal sequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I also watched The Grinch because again, my son loved it. The animated one, not the Jim Carrey. One. Ah, about to say which one? Yeah, they're all good. I watched the the, uh, the Jim Carrey one, and that. Every year gets better because I keep um, appreciating Jim Carrey's devotion to that character so much mm. each year. No, he's really good. He, he just goes really good. like beans to the wall kind and of. I came, I came in from work one day and my son and my wife were both watching the Jim Carrey one, uh, so I saw about the last twenty minutes or so of it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I did watch. I didn't watch all of it, so I'm not counting it. You also have watched the Christmas Vacation too, Eddie's Island again. Adventure. Wasn't wasn't counting that. <laughs> And wasn't getting that because it's barely a Christmas movie. So, yeah, that's not in there. But, yeah, that's my 12 movies of Christmas. Um, but in terms of other movies, I've watched a few. Yeah. Because like had some time off and stuff. I'm very jealous um, of you. So it's time that I get to watch some movies. Um, so I watched Amsterdam. I know David O. Russell is an awful, it's awful a whole person. Host, yeah, but... a host of newer films dropped on Disney Plus and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what? I I didn't love it. I thought it was okay, but I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, Dave, but um, uh, no, again. I didn't. I sort of get why people are going a bit crazy for it, but 
it didn't get it wasn't it wasn't for me it didn't get me um one i did like really like was see how they run have you seen have you heard yes of that i one? did watch that one yeah <laughs> Thank i you like that me. <laughs> yes sam rockwell sam rockwell cast. yeah it fun. brilliant cast yeah it's a fun kind of murder mystery romp. It's nice how they kind of build it, build it into the mouse trap. So Sasha Rowan, Sasha, yeah, Sasha Ronan. You thank you. Um, and um, and Charlie Day, uh, not Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Charlie Day. What's that. his name? Um, oh, oh no, God! I have no idea who you're talking about. He it's looks so- like Blonde Rich. Um. From um, Charlie May Cooper, Charlie Cooper. Oh yes. <laughs> Let's try that got, one again. <laughs> I don't know how you got Charlie Day from all that. So, well, it's Charlie. Oh okay. <laughs> Charlie Cooper, not Charlie Day. Charlie Cooper, um, who is also very good in it. Although I did kind of. Yeah, I'm about to say did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Saw that coming about yeah, a mile yeah, off. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Strange World, which this is the one. I, yeah, well. I saw this as well. I saw it. Yesterday, day before, the uh, big old D- Disney bomb this yeah. year. And then yesterday somebody... or Boxing Day, I think it was. I yeah. watched it. I, this was only on cinemas, what, three weeks ago. Now it's mm. all suddenly on Disney+. Plus. What did you yeah. think? I think it's all right. My son really enjoyed it. It's colourful. And he thought it was really interesting. He really liked the fact that there were, like, inside a body. Sorry, spoilers for anyone's Spoilers, watching, yeah. They were, yeah, inside a body, essentially, and that island was a was alive and they were living on a, a living creature kind of thing and do you feel like it was meant to be like a lost in space kind of feel like a yeah i think it was i think it's sort of a commentary on how we treat our planet now yes is if we there. thought of our planet as a as a living thing the power kind of the power that we generate is actually killing the living thing that we live on wow you know that's that's kind of the allegory i think in the movie you should have been part um, of their uh, marketing department Rick, because <laughs> they had no idea how to market this film. <laughs> but I think it's actually, I think it's a better movie than you think it is at first go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, and uh, I also watched Banshees of Inishirin. I really want to see this one. It I is, really want to see it. It's weird in a really good way. Like it is, I, I mean, it's, I don't even know how to ex- describe it to you, Dave. It's like it's it's Martin McDowell, isn't it? Is that the the, tra- uh, the director of like Free Billboards and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, and Nomadland, I think. Nomadland? No, I think I, think, I don't Hang know. On. Anyway, it's um and yeah, and it's basically about two two guys who live on a remote um, Irish island um, in 1923 when the Irish Civil War is going on. And they are like best friends. They go to the pub every day until one day, out of the blue, one of them decides he doesn't want to be friends with the other one anymore. And it's all that kind of stems from that, about him trying to figure out why he doesn't want to be friends with him anymore, and then it going kind of a bit crazy from there. Is it a a comedy? Because, again, the marketing of this one is... It's exceptionally dark comedy. It is... It, I think it is a comedy. It's farcical, mm. but it's incredibly dark. Is it in Oscar contention? Like, is it awards? <sighs> is it award chasing? I think Colin Farrell could be. Yeah, I think his performance is great. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you've seen is. a lot more of these films this year than I have. Like the award films. Um, yeah, maybe. So you're, you're uh, best positioned to tell me. 
I don't know if it's Oscar-y enough. What about the screenplay? Because Mars Medawi normally, like in Bruges, screenplay well. may, yeah, maybe the screenplay because that is it's it's very interesting. It's a very interesting film, but it's not a film you're going to come out. And By go, the way, well, uh, that no was man, fun. No Man Land was a uh, Chloe Zhao. Oh, of course, yeah, sorry. You're thinking through billboards, but it's still uh, Francis, billboards, yeah. Francis McDonald. McDermott. McDermott. Yeah. McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're not going to come out of this movie and go, oh, that was fun, I enjoyed that. You're going to come out of it going, wow, that was different. Well, I laughed, though. Yeah, I, it, I can't convince the in-laws and my wife. It's not a belly this. laugh. No, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, it's not a one you're going to watch with your in-laws. Okay. If, if they all go to bed early one night, mm. then that's that's when you're going to watch it. Right. Okay, cool. Or maybe like slope off to your office to watch it on your own or something. Oh, I like that. the nice TVs downstairs, and you know I like 4K. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. I, really. I really want to get onto TV Club to ask you. Yeah, a go on then. Let's get onto. The, have you watched any movies though? Apparently not. I watched Elvis. Rewatched Elvis. Oh yeah, I need to watch Elvis. And I'm gonna let you borrow it. And it's still yeah. one of the, my favorite films of the year. I think it absolutely bangs. Of course, I watched Black Adam. Sorry, I forgot Black Adam. We have to talk about Black Adam. We have to talk yes, about Yes, because you've got a screener of Black Adam. I've got a screener, a home cinema screener. Thank you, Warner Brothers, for that. Because I, also I didn't see it at the cinema. No. So I, but I got to see it early before it came out for everyone else's... Everyone else got to see it at home. And I thought it was fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how I felt. I, yeah, I mean, it's this... I mean, it's, I've spent worse two hours. Basically a couple of hours of smashy smashy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same as every other superhero movie, basically, isn't it? Like, there's nothing There's nothing groundbreaking. Rock is a good slash bad guy. Mm. Do anything for you in that world. I mean, it's. It, I guess it's what you get if you try and make a whole movie about a Shazam bad guy. Like, that's the character of Black Adam is basically a baddie in the Shazam comics. I was so. a bit confused about... I don't know how to attack this project because where the the world's meant to be in the rock still looks Samoan if that makes sense to me yeah yeah it, it doesn't look like he's a Middle East uh, but maybe when he was a slave back in the day you know they were from all over yeah, the place yeah I don't think so I really enjoyed the music <laughs> in Black Adam I enjoyed I enjoyed um, Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate I enjoyed the guy playing Hawkman I liked that mm. whole team. Didn't care about any of them though. Well, I feel like there's a whole thing about like, oh, you know, everyone being sad about about someone dying and stuff. And I was like, you missed yeah, the movie you've not made me, yeah, 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 yeah. You've not made that bit where I give a shit. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Again, yeah. DC, Again, another try, DC movie trying to run before it can walk. Uh, absolutely. And the, the, I mean, The Rock tried very hard to get this off the ground. Yeah, and like we said in our news uh, segment that it probably is now going to lead nowhere. Stop trying to make Black Adam happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. I'm glad I watched it. I was definitely not blown away by it. It's definitely not the, the worst thing I've ever seen, though. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's Like I say, it's fine. I mean, it's and a lot of fine. things go bang in it. A lot. Yeah. It's a lot of smashy smashy. Yeah. If you like smashy smashy, watch it. Yeah. Um, should we go to TV Club? Let's do this. TV Club. Basically, the big question of been dying to ask you for like two months now is <laughs> have you finally finished walking dead yes i have rich is a big walking dead fan caveat um, oh christ <laughs> basically it sets up like three more spin-offs <laughs> yeah but it's still got to have an ending right uh... <laughs> is it okay is it lost ending is it better or worse no it's way better than a lost ending 
it's it's better than lost ending but essentially they use the ending to very much set up rick grimes a michonne kind of thing yeah and a and a daryl and carol kind of thing as well i think were you satisfied because so you've been watching this for a long time now i was kind of satisfied yeah has it been worth all your time uh, yes because i've really enjoyed most of it okay. but i don't think i was ever going to be truly satisfied because i don't want it to end particularly so i don't think i was ever going to find it truly satisfying until like every fucking zombie's dead and they've rebuilt society and then i'll be like okay we can move on now <laughs> you already have a spin-offs like the fear of the walking dead no no i haven't but maybe i'll go back and watch those well um, seven years deep now that one that's seven well, yeah. seasons deep maybe i'll go back and then there's and another one on amazon prime i think rabbit hole is there is there another walking with dead one on amazon prime? yeah i think so i'm not quite sure okay. but and then the movies are coming or something or other yeah oh. I'm certainly in it. I'm certainly in that. When was universe. its peak out of your interest? When was the Series best? four, five? I think when Negan came in. You, that, you reckon that's when it got good? I think that's when it peaked. That's when I left. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> was that too much for you, was it? <laughs> uh, it well, it was too much for my wife. Okay. And then it, it came more of a chore to try and catch up with it for me. Right, okay. But that's more um, circumstance than it is for... Maybe I, I, I would keep meaning to try and do it now and rewatch it because there are some good stuff in those first few seasons and try and stick with it. Mm. And they, you know, their character development's always been quite good. Yeah. Especially in the early seasons, like the Carol from where she started to where she oh, yeah, ended. Oh, absolutely. Is, yeah, yeah. It's insanely different. good. She's full on Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, done. <laughs> Santa Clauses. Yep. Yeah, I've been to ask you about this as well. I mean, I really enjoyed them. <laughs> Rich, I think it's better than the movies. I, I'm glad to hear you say that. I thought you were going to say they were, you hated them. But... No, I found it quite watchable, quite fun. Yeah, I enjoyed Part, like it too. Small doses. Little, yeah, it's 20 the minutes. way forward with that character for me, hmm. not two hour films. Well, you, you watched all six. It basically was a two hour film. So I know, but I didn't have to watch them all in a row. <laughs> I enjoyed it. My son enjoyed it. My wife enjoyed it. We all, we all just enjoyed it. Yeah, you know? it was a nice continuation of that. Yeah, of that story that of the Santa yeah. Clauses and it had all the characters back when I say had them all it had Tim Allen and the wife and then Bernard, yeah. and Bernard turned up back. that was nice yeah. and didn't have Curtis from Santa Claus 2 maybe the next series they've I already like announced Curtis. it yeah true yeah maybe which I guess we're getting next Christmas now because mm. you can't release this in the summer no no that'd be weird that'd be weird wouldn't it like wearing a Christmas jumper in when it's nearly January <laughs> Which I'm doing it. No yes, one see. It's, no, but you can still be wearing that now. It's still. Yeah, yeah. It's I think fine. it's still classed as Christmas until maybe tomorrow or the yeah. 30th. Anything else? Uh, Willow. Yes. Okay. I haven't watched this yet. Is it worth my time, Rich? Sell it to me in a minute. Go. So far, I'm enjoying it. I think that there are people who have had problems with it. I've seen mixed things. I think that if you are a fan of the. F- the, the first Willow movie and then you will like it I understand there is a bit of criticism about Warwick Davis's portrayal of Willow and just his acting abilities maybe and really? I think he, he gets better I think the first one is a little feels a little bit like Panto-y do you feel like he's struggling <laughs> to find that character again I think so I think okay. he's struggling to find the character again and it was ha- a bit hammy in the first episode and a bit but I think at this point I think he's caught you know he's caught up and I it feels better so the last episode I watched definitely felt stronger um, okay. so I'm looking forward to the rest because uh, back in the day Lewis Arnold brilliant director his yeah. dream pick for a sequel was a Willow sequel was Willow sequel I, yeah I might text him and see if he's watched it oh see there's no Mad Martigan 
because wow. Falcon was still quite ill. Yes. Um, and he he was scheduled to come back for the series um, in a in some formats, but there was with COVID happened and stuff, and he couldn't kind of. Do you think it's going to have? warrant a second series oh there's gonna it's i think there's already gonna be a second series okay good good there is like val's supposed to be coming back for the second series so there is well, although that's... they have replaced him quite well i think with an with a mad martigan-esque character okay and how many episodes deep is it now but shady i think six and how many do you think six? it's gonna be i don't know i need to look that up i've watched five so there's one more that there's i think there's another one to watch okay okay and does it feel like it's wrapping up or just getting going uh feels like it's just getting going so we'll see i haven't watched the end of andor yet but oh way behind wow you're way behind yes i am (laughs) i am very much enjoying it uh again it's just finding time at the moment Mm. i'm happy to report there is more of that coming and what i've watched i've just done the the big uh breakout episode so i'm about two three behind i think yeah yeah it's not many but I, I, yeah, I'm loving that that Star Wars. We're getting a bit to see it's great. more of the it's universe really without seeing certain Skywalkers yeah, uh, pop yeah. up left, right, and center. And it's just, yeah, it's just really pleasant. And I, I'm going to be the first one to admit that uh, when they announced this as a TV series, I thought, why? Mm. Uh, and now I think, why to the rest of them compared to this one? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I absolutely. am looking forward to like Mandalorian season three coming up this year. Oh yes! So I love Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. My son's getting into the Mandalorian as well, so oh good, some, one's some, one's watched together. Um, something that I've binged watched and uh, on BBC iPlayer is the third series of His Dark Materials. I see. I the... tr- I've tried watching this and I just can't get into it. I've tried I, the first season. Yeah, I've loved the. I always loved the books. The books were like my Harry Potter, essentially. All right, you know, okay, people yeah. really love Harry Potter. I really loved his Dark Materials. And the stories are very complex and very hard to make into a movie, hence the first, the, the movie fit, flopping. But I think they've done it quite well. Um, I think they've done it reasonably well in the TV show. I think it's still a bit muddled in places. And I think if people, if you have to give it time, it's not a... It's not really one. It feels like it should be for kids, but I don't think it is. You know, I think you yeah, should... I, d- I didn't get that from the thirty-four episodes I no, watched. No, you've got to give it kind of, got to give it your full attention. It's not one to watch while you're playing your phone or you're doing something else. You know, it's one you really have to concentrate on because you have to understand these. Has that ended now? Deep motivations. Yes. Well, I mean, unless they're doing like some of the other stories, but yeah, the okay. Lyra kind of story is over. It's done. In terms of the books, because I remember on the first series on the BBC got a really big like ta-da, we've got dark yeah, materials, yeah. and I feel like the last season I don't know if they they haven't and been as popular as they sense. thought. No, I think it makes sense because the first book is the golden most compass, right? accessible, the Golden Compass, yeah, which I've seen the original film with Nicole Kidman and that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's the most accessible. And the second book, the Subtle Knife, is a bit more, bit more complex. Then the Amber Spyglass, which is the third book in this third series, is like, I, yeah, it's like, oh, I, I'm going to read that chapter again just to make sure I understand it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that kind of complexity. Can I watch the third series with third series without watching the first two no. series? Uh, no. Okay. No, absolutely not. Just checking. <laughs> Bugger. No, you'll have to go back to the start. Definitely. I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you should it's worth it there are only uh, no six I episodes. tried I really tried <laughs> but it, it didn't get 
grab me no, at all. You won't you won't get it at all. So yeah, don't anything else? Did you watch Yeah, finish? a couple of Christmas Christmas specials, Detectorists Christmas special. Enjoy which that? I really love I really love it. I love Detectorists so much. It makes me feel happy inside. It makes me want to chuck in my job and go and live in the countryside and metal detect. You know? It's <laughs> sounds just, like a good life. It does. It does. It's just lovely. It's a brilliant it's a it's a lovely Christmas special. It's well written. It's really good. And again, it has a kind of little you know, something to teach you in it as well. It's nice. Is it as good as the ghost Christmas special, which I enjoyed and <laughs> I think the ghost Christmas special is really, really good. A lump in my throat by the end of that one. <laughs> I understand that. The ghost Christmas special was really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. I'd put them on a par. I'd say okay. they're on a level. Are there any other Christmas specials? That... There's been loads of Christmas specials. I've just not watched them all. You know, there's loads more I need to watch. Um, so there's the oh I did watch the Great Christmas Bake Off. Me too, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I thought that was quite fun. Um, filmed in Heatwave. Yeah, filmed in Heatwave. There's the I haven't watched the uh, uh, what do you call it? The oh, what am I thinking of? I've no idea. Uh, the other Christmas special, the Doc Martin Christmas special. Well, I've no I idea about that. I haven't watched the uh, Bad Education Christmas special. Or the call the midwife. I watched the reunion of Bad Education. Is that partially what it is? Just the reunion see, one. Yeah, yeah, just to see Ethan Lawrence pop up again, and I was happy to report he's in it because we talked about it to him about reappearing in it. Yeah, uh, and he wasn't sure. Was wasn't he? sure because I think he was a busy, busy man with horrible histories, but mm. they made it work. Um, and that again, that's a parson of the torch thing. Yeah, what we spoke about earlier. And I'm, yeah, call the midwife Christmas special as well. I yeah, no, seen I have no yet, idea what you're talking no, about when you say that. that. That's not my. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's quite cute. That's a nice thing I watch with my wife. Um, there's a couple of like animated things as well, like the Smeds and the Smooths, uh, Julia Donaldson thing, which my son really liked. What about the other one? The the boy, the fox, the the, the boy, the, horse, the mole, the... the fox, and the horse. I have not watched. Beautiful animation. Yeah. I've got I've got opinions. Okay. Tell I can't me. talk. No, because you mind. You have to watch it first, and we we'll have... Okay. All right then, I'll watch it. Um, but it's quite my sweet. wife really likes the uh, the artist, the, the who draws the illustrator. Who draws mm, all my wife stuff, does as so. well, yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, I'll, we'll probably watch it. But cool. I t- I, uh, yeah, heartfelty Christmas stuff doesn't always land with uh, me. No, uh, I thought this kind of landed quite well, but okay. there I have opinions about what they, he's trying they're trying to say or do. Anything else before we go on to release no, calendar? I think that's it for me. Um, we will probably wrap up a bit about TV in next week's big wrap up of the year. Whoa. Yeah, big wrap up of the year. Boiler. I don't think it's been great. <laughs> Spoiler. I'm going to forget someone that we've had on our interview episodes this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. <laughs> I know I also mean the big wrap up special of our top three sequels and are the ones that will have disappointed us and the films we're most looking forward to in 2023 that will mm. be coming up in the next couple of weeks yeah. uh, also spoiler most of those ones we're looking forward to in 2023 were the films we were looking forward to in 2022 <laughs> it's been delayed They're delayed well there are more this year does look stocked uh but coming up in january in the uk for release calendar sequel wise let me go down the list and tell you there isn't any oh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> the sequel gods are really pissing on us at the moment aren't they i'm sure some will <laughs> uh, uh, appear 
in the on the online services but yes nothing is jumping out i mean we've got coming out a man called otto which is the tom hanks film there is the empire of light which is the new sam mendez olivia coleman film uh the new damien chazelle film babylon with margot robbie brad pitt which everyone's got very split opinions about from what i can tell mm. some people think it's so bananas it works and some people says it's rubbish um we've also got my favorite film that's coming this year is, i can't wait to watch is steven spielberg's new film the fablemans oh yeah yeah cannot wait to watch that i know a lot of people have watched that and said it's good and then we're into february and we really are we really are into award season now so i have to try and fit as many of those films in as humanly possible but i'm sorry yeah no sequels coming up on on the imdb release calendar which is what i go by and is probably wrong we'll work it out it's yeah. all right <laughs> we'll work something out it'll be wow, fine wow that's really depressing that there's none i'm sure so yeah there will be a roundup of series four though won't there there'll be our some best bits of as long as my four. hard drive turns up yes <laughs> otherwise no chance uh and can you do uh can you see us out please rich Yeah, of course. I suppose I probably should, shouldn't I? For the last time this year. Um, Goodbye, 2022. Hello, 2023. All the possibilities. I mean, I'm still not sure I have 2020 or 2021 at this point, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's still 2020, right? Yeah. 2019, please. Yeah. Well, if you've enjoyed this uh, this rambly roundup of December, then uh, do go back and listen to all our other episodes, uh, especially the ones we talked about in this one, and all, all our interviews. Series four is now done. There's also <gasps> series, series one, two, and three. Oh, what uh, more yeah. series? Yeah, absolutely. Some brilliant, brilliant guests. I mean, if you've been really enjoying Sean Walsh in the Jungle, you should hear it. You should hear him on our podcast uh, way back in episode two of series one. So wow. go back and give that a listen. But yeah, whilst you're there, if you hit the little the, the little subscribe button and the auto download thingy, we will drop into your pod player of choice every single week. Uh, if you really really like us, then please leave us a, a little rating, uh, five stars, uh, a tick, a heart, whatever it is you can do, um, and uh, you know tap out a little review, uh, a positive one would be nice. Uh, on Apple, if you can. Um, and if you really, really, really like us, we've mentioned this a couple of times in this episode, uh, get yourself along to anotherslice.com forward slash unequals equal, and you can subscribe for extra content for two ninety nine a month. Bargain us. Uh, we will be releasing a competition for you to win, so keep your eyes peeled on social media. That will be coming before the new year. Yes. Um, Rich is so, going to work out how to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to work out how to do it because Dave's just told me I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's so a smart be, one. That will be coming before the new year. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, but otherwise, just you pay two ninety nine a month. Just join us on another slice, and you'll get some extra bonus content, including a review of Glass Onion. Yes, yeah. and yeah, you can also if you uh, completely understand if you can't do that, um, not everyone else can. Not everyone can afford that every month. But if you could pop along to say hello to us on social media, we'd really like that. We're on Twitter and Instagram at unequal sequel, and we're also unequalsequel at hotmail.com on the emails let us know what you thought let us know your monthly roundup of what you've been watching and what you think we should be watching and we'll be back soon for another episode 
I listened to all of that one. Normally I turn off, but I was really concentrating. Great job. I fumbled job. in the middle of that. I, I did notice. Um, yeah, get in contact. Do what Rich said. Thank you very much for listening. You're all brilliant people. I'm really, really proud of you all. Thank you for sticking with us for a whole year. So we've now been going for literally a year and a half, 18 months, I think. Uh, um, more than that, isn't it? Well, we started in June. Did we? Yeah. Wow. Well, Time flies, man. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, We've got some big plans coming up. Yeah, most of those are on another slice. So go check that out. Um, I've got new music there. I'd really like someone to say, Dave, I love the music. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got nothing else to say. You got anything else to say, Rich? Nope, we're all good. It is a nighty night from me and a bye bye from him. Bye. Get those sparklers ready, guys. It's the new year soon. Light them up. What are you doing for New Year's? Uh, hiding. <laughs> because I don't like happy people. No. <laughs> no, we don't do anything for New Year. No. Just stay at home, watch the big fat quiz of the year and... Get a little bit drunk. Yeah, yeah get stuck into the Baileys. Talking about Baileys, I'm going to go and have one. Nice. I'll see you later. <laughs>